Hey sis, I have a question for you. Which emotion are you leading with? Are you leading with happiness, sadness, anger, or fear? If you're not sure, let's find out with my how stressed are you quiz. It's like holding up a little mirror to your emotions and showing you which ones are in the driver's seat. This isn't just any quiz. It's your first step to understanding stress and how it can control your life. And you might be surprised at what you will find. So are you ready to uncover your leading emotion and see how it's linked to your stress levels? Just click the link in the podcast details and let's find out how stressed you really are. It's time to lead with joy and leave the stress in the rear of your mirrors. Sis, I get it. You want to be healthy, organized, make six figures, and have the selfie-worthy life you see on social media. But between your job, making sure your family is healthy, being the perfect wife, trying the latest diet every Monday, drinking your water, and minding your business, you're overwhelmed and exhausted. Well, it's time to reclaim your energy, sis. This podcast is dedicated to you. Hey sis, I'm back. It's a new year and a new season for Reclaim Your Energy Sis podcast. In our first episode in this season, I am sharing where I was a guest on the Melanated Matters podcast the first Saturday in January, where we discussed how to burn out no more in 2024. So get your notebook and pen and grab, or I tell you what, grab the corresponding journal that I created to go along with this presentation. I'll make sure to leave a link in the podcast details area for you. So you definitely want to take some notes so that you can prevent or overcome burnout this year and the years to come. All right. Well, happy new year, everybody. Happy 2024. Welcome to our first episode of the new year. So excited to have you all. This is our, what, 18th, right? 18th or 17th? 17th episode of Melanated Matters. And just to give you just a brief overview of our show, for those of you who may be new, know we have lots of returning um, guests, but for those of you who may be new, this show is all about leveraging faith, health, and wealth for uh, generational change, right? That is what we are all about. This is a show for and by Black women. This is a safe space created by us for us. And we are so, so thankful to have you here. Um, For those of you who may not know, my name is Dr. Beth Thomas, and I have my lovely co-host, Darlene, also known as D. Peters. Um, So just to give you a little bit of background about myself. So I am a pharmacist by profession, um, also a certified nutritionist, and just very, very passionate about uh, emotional, physical, mental, spiritual health, financial health, optimizing that so that us as Black women, we can live our best lives and fully live out the purpose that God has called us to. So I'm just so, so excited to be here. Um, So thankful for those of you who show up every month and who just contribute and and, um, just really support us and support the show. And I will throw it over to Dee, let her introduce herself and our amazing guest for our first episode of 2024. Yes, yes. So, hey, everyone. Happy New Year again. I am uh, 
Darlene. Like I said, most people call me D. I am an, an attorney by profession, by one profession, but I'm also certified in health and wellness coaching and nutrition coaching. And just again, very pat, just like Beth. This first of all, this was her brainchild, but very passionate as Beth is about seeing equity for particularly for black women, because this society has shown us that the black woman still has a hard way to go just in all areas. So we created this to be an, a, something to empower everyone, to educate everyone. And what we've tried to do is cover all of the topics that we think impact black women. So we talk about finances, we talk about health and wellness, we've talked about uh, women's health issues, um, just anything we can think of career issues. So we try to have this as a forum to cover just about every area that we possibly can that impacts us, that we feel we are lacking in support and we are grateful for this community. So um, that's a little bit about me, but I am really excited because we have Monique Addison Stinson, who is our burnout coach. And this, she's a repeat guest. So I'm happy that she has joined us again because I don't know about you all, but um, burnout is still an issue. It's an issue for me. You know, I'm feeling it in a number of areas and I'm still trying to scratch my head and figure out the best way to overcome it. So let me tell you a little bit about Monique and then we'll just go ahead and dive into the show because I want everybody to be able to benefit from her wisdom. So Monique is a certified integrative nutrition health coach and is certified in stress management. Her journey to health coaching and stress management happened when she found herself buried under the weight of corporate life as a human resources professional and a ministry leader juggling more roles than humanly possible. Who can relate to that? In her HR role, she aligned organizational strategies and advised leaders. As a ministry leader, she literally did everything from leading the music ministry, teaching church school, being a steward, and then becoming a, I'm not even sure how to pronounce this word, Monique, the sentient. While trying to balance it all, she neglected herself and she started having health challenges. Constantly exhausted, she prayed and asked God for direction, and God said he didn't tell her to do all of that anyway. He probably is telling the same thing to some of us, and to say no to what doesn't line up with his plans for me. She did, and life is much more enjoyable. She now empowers overworked women over 40 and ministry leaders to stop rescuing everyone but themselves, create boundaries, and drop the stress weight so they can finally enjoy the life they were created for through one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching. She also has a podcast called Reclaim Your Energy Sis, as well as courses for individuals. And she can also help um, businesses and organizations. More info can be found at her website, which is businesschurchlife.com. And we'll be sure to put that in the chat. So Monique, I am going to let you um, take it away. All right. So, hey, 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 I'm so happy that um, Beth and Dee Dr. Beth and Dee invited me back to the Melanated Matters podcast. And thank you so much for that amazing introduction. I just want to say I'm so proud of you ladies. Last time we shared how we met, we met online. Yes. <laughs> um, we both, we, we all attended AFPA and that's where we received our other certifications. And we, we were highlighted by AFPA as I would say progressive black businesses. And that's how we met. We've just been supporting each other ever since. And so I'm so proud of you, ladies. And thank you again for inviting me back. So let's get into it. 
<laughs> Let's get into it. So good morning to everyone. This will be interactive. I am not one to just sit here and talk to you and you guys don't talk. Mm -hmm. So um, it's definitely going to be interactive. And before we get started, let me know in the chat, how do you currently manage stress? What do you, what do, you do right now for stress relief? Let me know. Just kind of want to gauge where everybody is in terms of stress relief. Journal, good. I love that. Long walk. Sleep, okay. Read, pray, perfect. Read. I love that. I love that. Those are good. Those are good. You guys are on the right track. So that's awesome. That is awesome. So thank you so much for sharing. I see prayer and exercise. Pray and hope for the best. <laughs> that's so funny. Spa, walk. Those are really good. That is awesome. The praying hope for the best, I think. Yes. <laughs> praying puzzle, kid-free travel, 90s pray walk therapy. I love that. I'm glad you mentioned therapy. Awesome. Awesome. So again, thank you all for sharing so much. So let's get into the topic for today and it's burnout no more in 2024. Now, before we talk about burnout no more, we have to talk about preventing burnout. So we got to understand what burnout actually is. And then you might have heard the term burnout, probably heard it tossed around. I know after the pandemic, they were talking about burnout quite a bit. That was when it was finally recognized as a syndrome. So burnout is a syndrome and it has been tossed around in conversations or maybe you've been so stressed out that you've actually felt like you were burned out. So let's talk about exactly what it is. So Burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion, and it's caused by excessive, prolonged stress. And it occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet the constant demands, whether it be in the corporate field. So in the corporate world, this might manifest as dread. You know, that's where that whole I hate Mondays come from, right? Um, or a sense of cynicism, or even um, you may feel detached from your job, or you may feel ineffective on your job. So mad, no matter what you do, no matter about all the degrees, no matter what you've accomplished, you still feel ineffective and as if you're not worthy to have what it is you've accomplished. Your job performance declines. Uh, you may feel tired all the time. And this one most people can relate to the feeling tired all of the time. And even your changes in appetite could happen. So for me, I, I will gravitate to carbs and sweet foods when I'm stressed out. And then some people don't eat when they're stressed out. So it, it really can depend if there's like this change that you notice in your appetite, it could be burnout. And then your sleep habits. So some people, as I mentioned, could be, they can sleep, they may get seven to eight hours of sleep, but they still don't feel rested when they wake up. Or maybe you can't sleep. So any shift or changes in your sleep habits could be a sign of burnout. And it's more than just having a bad day, which we um, generally think about, or, and it's more than having a hectic week. It's actually a chronic state that affects your ability to function effectively on a personal and professional level. So it really is a big deal. When I um, received my certifications, you know, and I was talking about, like we all do when we get out of, um, we receive our health certifications, we talk about weight loss, right? That's like the biggest thing. And so that's what I was starting to talk about. But as I delve deeper, 
I realized that the root cause for a lot of clients that I was talking with was that they were stressed out and they weren't managing their stress. They were actually burned out. And so that's what caused me to do a little deeper into the root cause, which was managing stress and preventing burnout. So now that you've had, now that I've given you, I guess, a little piece of what burnout is, let me know in the chat, have you experienced any of the symptoms on the screen? So if you if you can't see them, it's overwhelmed, emotionally drained, unable to meet constant demands, you dread the workday, a sense of cynicism, detachment from your job, feeling ineffective, job performance declines, tired all the time, changes in appetite, changes in sleep habits, and inability, inability to function effectively on a personal professional level. All right. So yes, yes, yes. I experienced it. Yes. Yeah. All of them. Yes. All of these. Okay. All right. So got it. Got it. So thank you all for sharing. So I wanted us to share because I want you to feel that you're not alone. You are not alone. And a lot of times we feel that way, especially us as women of color, we tend to feel like we're the only ones going through this. And that that causes us more burnout, right? When you feel alone and like you're the only one dealing with this, no one will understand what I'm going through. So I want you guys to continue to share in the chat so that we all know that we get it. We get it. We're here for each other and we all understand and you're not alone. Many of us, especially in high stress environments, feel the exact same way or may have felt that same way, but it feels like All of us, all of us feel that same way. And so here's the thing. When you recognize the signs of burnout, that is your first step to burnout no more in 2024. So that's why we had to cover the signs, right? So we had to get that out of the way first. And I love the quote on the screen. It says, when the burden is not yours to carry, put it down, okay? You got to put it down. You cannot carry everybody's burdens. When I talk to ministry leaders about burnout, I have to remind them that Jesus died for the church. You don't have to. Okay. So you gotta put, you gotta put everybody's burdens down. All right. So we've identified what burnout looks like and what it feels like. So now let's dig a little deeper and talk about the roots of burnout, meaning understanding the causes of burnout. And once you understand the cause of it, then you can prevent it and heal from it. So let's talk about that just a little bit. Now, although burnout can stem from various sources, I mean, it's a vast array of sources. There are actually common culprits, especially if you work in corporate, you have a business, there are about, I think I have four highlighted here that are very common. So the first one is workload, which we get, right? We all familiar with the workload. And so I like to, 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 let's see, the best way I can describe the workload or how it feels is if you've ever been on a treadmill and you're running fast, right? Maybe it's a new treadmill, either running fast or actually you're walking fast, right? And it's a new treadmill. So you're not familiar with the buttons on the treadmill. So you're walking fast and all of a sudden it gets faster and then it gets faster and then you start running and then you're running too fast and you don't know how to stop the buttons. Well, what happens is if you don't ever stop or slow it down and you keep going and going and going, eventually you can trip or fall or worse, you can have a heart attack or something bad can happen. 
And that's how it is with your workload. If you just keep working and working and working and you never take a break, what happens is your body, our bodies, let me back up a little bit. Our body's job is to keep us alive. That's his job. You know, all the, all, everything that God gave us inside our bodies is to keep us alive. And our body is always fighting for homeostasis or balance, right? So if you're constantly working and working and going, it's like, okay, I need to keep her alive. She must be being chased by a saber to tiger or something like that. So it's doing all the things it's working up and everything is, you know, triggering to keep you alive. And that's not what's happening. It's just, you got too much work on your plate and you need to take a break. And that break signals your body that, okay, she's good. She's not being chased by a saber-toothed tiger. I'm good. I don't have to put all, you know, all the cylinders up. I'm not going to get into the the medical terms of, of what happens in your body, but I'm good. I can rest. She's okay. She's not being chased. We're good. And that's what a break does. That's what managing your workload does. Just having those little breaks alert your body that you're safe, you're good. It can calm down. It doesn't need to be up here to keep you alive. You're safe. It's just your boss is getting on your nerves and you have too much work. That's it. Okay. So the workload. The next thing is work-life imbalance. So that's when the lines between work and personal go like this. <laughs> they just are like, like there's no line right? There's no line between work. You're bringing work home. You're just, you're at your child's game and you're on the phone taking a call. Like it's, it's just, it's all squished together. There's no, I'm off work and now with my family. Those lines are blurred. The third one is what most people don't think about and it's lack of recognition. So when we constantly, most I would say 99.999% of women of color can probably relate to this. And that's when we feel undervalued or unrecognized for all of our hard work. And what happens is when that happens constantly, you start to feel less and less motivated. And then those feelings of cynicism set in. And that is that cynicism is a component of burnout. And then the last thing that people don't think about is prolonged stress. So there's this thing now, which I hate, and it's called hustle, you know, hashtag hustle. Everybody just wants to hustle, hustle, hustle. But the problem with that is once you're stressed for so long, it goes back to that treadmill analogy, you will burn out. Your body cannot sustain that fast pace for an extended period of time. It will sit you down if you don't, whether you'll be sick, you'll get a cold, you'll end up in the hospital or worse, right? It will sit you down. It need your body needs a break or it will take it by force. <laughs> okay. So each of these factors, each of these factors or a combination of thereof might be contributing to burnout, but the specific triggers can vary among individuals. For instance, I mentioned, you know, I'll eat sugars or whatever when I'm stressed out. And that could be what triggers that could be my workload. Cause sometimes I, I am a caregiver. So sometimes I get going and going and I, I forget to take a break. Then I end up eating some ice cream. Like, why am I even? Oh, I forgot. I need to take a break today. I need to chill out. I need to slow down. So the triggers for each person is different. So I do want us to, to talk about that. So let's share what, actually, I'll tell you what, let me ask you a couple of questions. I think I have a couple of questions here and just share in the chat. So the first question is a two-parter. So 
the first part of question one is, have you experienced any of these causes of burnout and how did it manifest? Okay. So for instance, like I said, I'll reach for, you know, sugar or what have you with, with my burnout issues. So have you experienced any of these, the workload issues, the work imbalance, work-life imbalance, lack of recognition, prolonged stress, and how did it manifest? Uh, maybe think about times when you weren't recognized on your job. How did that manifest in your life? So just let us know in the chat. And a lot of, a lot of people don't recognize, yeah, yeah. Lack of motivation is, is big. Workload, yep, becoming cynical. Yeah, those are big. Those are big. Thank you for sharing. All of the above, again, manifesting chronic fatigue. Absolutely. Lack of focus and energy. Absolutely. Lack of recognition, prolonged stress, work-life imbalance. Yes, workload, increased car eating irritability. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Sadness. That's a, yeah. Yeah. I've had that as well. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. So question two, what specific aspect of your work or environment do you feel contributes most to your stress? So what specific aspect of your work or environment do you feel contributes to your stress? Get workload, ongoing anxiety, insomnia. Yeah, absolutely. Workload and family life. Yeah, those are great ones. Absolutely. And I'm seeing workload a lot. So, <laughs> so that's a con. Yeah, I'm seeing that as a common thing, not being fairly compensated. Oh my gosh. That needs a that needs to be a separate podcast. <laughs> Nature of, of my profession and workload. Yep. Corporate and clearing constantly, changing expectations with inadequate staff. Yes. Yeah. Definitely understand inadequate staffing, especially in pharmacy. That's huge. That is huge. When I worked in HR, I worked for um, Walgreens. So it was, it was bad. <laughs> staffing issues with a constant continued um, increase in expectations. Yep. Others contribution to the task, prolonged stress and grief. Yeah. Those are good ones. As a teacher, um, trying to motivate in different students, that's my energy. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. And as you can see, as we share again, I, I want you to realize that you're not alone. We all get you. We feel you and we see you. So thank you so much. And thank you for your openness. I really, really appreciate it. So hopefully recognizing, you can see that recognizing the root causes of burnout is actually empowering. When you know the root cause of a thing, then you can prevent it, okay? So super, super excited to move on because now we've actually recognized the science. We've dug a little deeper into the roots of burnout. So now we're going to arm ourselves with the strategies to beat it. Okay. So now we're going to get into burnout no more in 2024. Okay. So these strategies aren't just about you know, coping. They're about transforming the way we work and live. Okay. So just be open-minded. The first thing, let's address how we define success, right? So society often equates success with long hours, high earnings, and the word I hate, the H word, hustling. I hate that word. But what if we shifted our perspective? What if we shifted our perspective to measure success by our own well-being, our quality of relationships, and the joy we find in our work, right? What if that was the level of success that we would gauge our life on? So think about what success means to you. Does it include time for hobbies and things that you love? Does it include your health? Does it include your loved ones? 
So the first step is to broaden our definition of what success means and make sure that we encompass a well-rounded and fulfilling life in order for us to burn out no more in 2024. So that's the first step, redefining what, what success is and including things that you actually love, things that actually bring you joy, okay? So next, setting boundaries. Setting boundaries and learning to say my favorite word is no. That's my favorite word. The H word hustle is, I hate that word. My favorite word is no. And this is a crucial, crucial skill in preventing burnout. And it's about protecting your time and your energy because so many women have a difficult time saying no. I want us to role play a bit. So I'm going to read and describe a situation. And then I want someone to volunteer. You can either unmute. uh, Probably best if you unmute instead of typing it out, okay? So I'm going to describe a situation. And then I want you to let us know how you would respond and think about, we're going to say no, what we're going to do it. Y'all, y'all remember the word nice, nasty? Remember the word? So we got to do it in a nice, nasty way, okay? So let me describe the situation. So the first situation is, imagine it's 4.45 p.m. And it was on a Friday, so yesterday, right? You plan this relaxing weekend, you know, after the Melanated Matters podcast, you're just going to chill out. You maybe go to the spa and relax, right? That was your plan for this weekend. But uh, your manager approached you at the last minute and gave you a project that is due Monday. And he said, or she said, it's important. Important, it will it will actually require you to work on the weekend, right? And remember, you have this weekend of relaxation plan. So who can volunteer with how they would say no? Now, here's your objective, okay? Your objective is to politely but firmly communicate your inability to take on the project at this time and suggest an alternative solution. So Who can volunteer to tell their boss, "Uh uh-uh, but in a nice way? (laughs) Who can volunteer? And you may, again, you may have to unmute because it's going to be hard to type it out. And if not, I'll give you a response, but who would like to volunteer? Hi, good morning. Yeah, I did. I don't, and and just to know that this is role play because I I know what I (laughs) most likely would do, but here it goes. I would say, unfortunately, I have plans this this weekend that I cannot cancel, but how about this? How about uh, we call and we uh, we ask for an extension? So instead of it being, you know, due on Monday, which we just can't accomplish this time, can they give us maybe a two or three day extension? Maybe we can accomplish it or, you know, have it turned in by Wednesday or Thursday instead of Monday. Very good. I like it. I like it. I like it. I love that. I love that. So that's perfect. So you apologize, right? And you offered an alternative. That's awesome. And and you like literally gave them an example of an alternative. How about Wednesday or Thursday or something like that? So perfect. Perfect. See? That wasn't so hard. That is a great way to say no without feeling guilt and uncomfortable. Perfect. Thank you, Crystal. So I got another scenario for you. And it can it doesn't have to be Crystal. It can be someone else. So this scenario, your colleague has a habit of sending work-related emails after hours, Oof. expecting immediate responses, 
even late at night or early in the morning. And this has been disrupting your personal time and sleep. Now, this is a colleague. It's not your supervisor. So how would you tell them to stop in a nice, nasty way? Who would like to volunteer? This is a hard one. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. Okay. Um, I don't know about the alternative solution. That's why I'm just like, okay. So I'll just say his name's Rick or whatever. So Rick, my time after work is specifically reserved for my family um, and for me to rest in order to be able to function um, properly whenever I show and show up as my best self um, during work hours. So I will need to just let you know that any emails that are sent after 5 p.m. will not be responded to um, until at the earliest the next morning at 10 a.m. Um, and this is really just for your benefit and for mine. I want to make sure that I'm focused and that I can give my full attention to whatever your whatever or is in your emails. I don't know. <laughs> that was great. That was great. I will say, whenever you're giving firm boundaries, don't explain why. Ah, so don't say, okay. you know, don't say I'm doing this because I need my rest. And no. Okay. And you I know. do that. I do do I, I do know. have a habit of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's, it's a no for me, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I need to practice that. I need to practice that. That's good. But that was, that, yeah, that was great. Just, and we do, listen, I had to practice it as well because I just felt so bad. I felt guilty. I feel like I need to explain and I keep talking and trying to make them, I don't care if they understand. Cause again, it's the colleague, it's not my boss. So no, I'm not going to answer your email. I promise to respond to all messages during regular business hours and for consistent communication and focused communication. That's it. That's it. Monique, how about letting them know, look, there is a feature in your email where you can schedule things at an appropriate hour, particularly during business hours, because absolutely, you know, again, this is a colleague and I mean, no, and whether it's a, a, a colleague or your direct report, you know, if, unless it's something that's incredibly urgent, I would suggest you, you learn how to use that scheduling feature and send it during normal business hours, because yeah. we all know it. I mean, you get an email and that, that anxiety starts to exactly trigger and I, it's hard to even resist that temptation to respond i love that i love that i love that i love that because now you gave him an alternative as mm -hmm. well so that is great to add i love that thank you both that's lovely and someone said in the chat uh said email hour so that nice message bounces back to sender that is absolutely that's a good one too that's a good one. Definitely utilize that. And someone says I need to practice firm boundaries as well. Perfect. Perfect. Hey, sis, listen, are you tired of feeling like a yes woman? Well, listen, I've got just the thing for you. The Boundaries Boot Camp. All right, so picture this. You gracefully saying no without an ounce of guilt. Imagine reclaiming your time, energy, and your joy. And our boot camp will turn you into a boundary boss. We're talking real strategies, personal growth, and yes, a whole lot of fun along the way. So if you're a woman of color over 40 and you're ready to transform from being overwhelmed to being overjoyed, join us in the Boundaries Bootcamp, where saying no means saying yes to a happier you. Ready to join the revolution? Head over to businesschurchlife.com forward slash boundaries. That's businesschurchlife.com forward slash boundaries. And let's kickstart your boundary setting journey together.
finding one more. Yes, I got another one. You're already juggling multiple projects and you feel that you're already at capacity, right? Now in a team meeting, your boss, here we go with our boss again, is assigning tasks for a new and urgent project and looks to you to take on several key components. Again, this is your boss and they're looking at you. You're already at your max and like you got the workload issue going on. So who can address their boss to say no in a nice way to set those boundaries? Now, let me tell you what the objective is because it is your boss. So the objective is to express your current workload, discuss the impact of additional tasks on your performance and well-being and negotiate or delegate responsibilities. Okay. So those are the objectives. Again, express your current workload, discuss the impact of additional tasks on your performance, your job performance and well-being, and then negotiate or delegate responsibilities. So who wants to give this one a try? I'll go ahead and give it a try. Maybe it's like a dialogue. So I would first say, um, perhaps you're not aware, but I have, I'm already committed to these four projects. And I'd like to be able to give them my full energy and effort. So I will not be able to take on anything new until I can get those out of the way. Or perhaps we need to have a separate discussion and determine the level of urgency of, or priority with the my current workload. Damn, that's a great response. That's perfect. That is perfect, perfect, perfect. You hit all of the objectives objectives perfectly awesome and i think that's a you know that's i think it's it's a a people thing to just like you said when it's coming from your boss it's it's sort of a different context but i also think that particularly us as black women we always have to feel like we have to save the day yes um sometimes that's from pressures external pressures and sometimes that's internal where we feel like we can't ask for help or we're going to look weak if we say yep. we can't do it. Exactly. Exactly. And I am giving you permission to let go of that. You are not weak. You're not weak. The fact that you were born and you are a Black woman, mm-hmm. you're strong, yeah. <laughs> period. Then you don't have to prove that to anybody because you just are. So I want to give you that permission to say no more often. And again, it's not about keeping people out. It's not about not doing the job. It is about being your most productive self at a specific time, right? And sharing that time with others. That's that. I think that's very kind. I'm telling you when I am most productive, when you can get the most out of me and it's when within this time frame, And then also, I feel like it's kind to other people because you're letting them know when they can reach you and they can get whatever it is they need you done. So it's it's not about being mean. It's not about hurting somebody's feelings. Now I will say, if you're someone that people are used to using, when you start asserting yourself, they are going to be mad. Yeah. They're going to be mad. They're going to try to play the victim. They're going to do all these things, but I promise you they'll get over it. They'll get over it. It won't last. And if they don't get over it, it's okay. All right. It's okay. But trust me, if you're that person that people constantly go to and you're always, sure, I could do it. Yeah, I could do it. They're going to be mad at you and they're probably going to try to make you feel bad because you told them no. Was someone going to ask a question? Yeah, I have a question. Yes. Quickly. What are your thoughts about in scenario three and two, if you preface it with something sort of positive before you give your no, like for instance, in a scenario three with your supervisor, your manager, you kind of express that this is a, a great um, project or this is a, you know, a wonderful project and it sounds really interesting and 
something that I, I would be interested in, you know, so if you preface it with something positive before you say, but at this time, I'm at capacity or like Darlene said, I have, you know, X, Y, and Z and then go into the no. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I've always, I remember when um, I was uh, training leaders, I would always tell them that, hey, sandwich whatever hard topic in between nice ones. Meaning, so if they were going to, let's say, get some feedback on the coworker or their employee's task, I would say, Tell them that they did great. Show them what they did great. You know, hey, like when I was mentioning and when I worked for um, Walgreens, I said, hey, tell them that they stopped. They did a great job stocking the shelves and this is awesome. Next time, try doing blah, 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 blah. And then sandwich it with, but hey, you're doing a great job. I appreciate all your hard work. So it really softens it. It gives them, you know, that employee who's hearing that hard conversation. Hey, you know, I am doing something right. So they're not leaving with, man, I can't do nothing. Right. I can't please them. You know, so that, that is a great, great tip. Hey, this is a great project. I love that. I think it's awesome. At this time, I am unable to do it because I have this project, this project, this project. So love that great tip. I love it. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Who was that who shared? I'm sorry. Oh, Tara. Tara. Thank you, Tara. I love that. Um, someone Thank in the chat says, our response sets expectations with people. Mm-hmm. That is so true. You teach people how to treat you. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Let me hurry up. Remember, setting boundaries is a sign. Please hear me. It's a sign of self-respect and clarity about your priorities. Saying no is a profound way to honor your values, honor your time, and to honor your energy. It's about respecting yourself and ensuring that you're not overcommitting or neglecting your needs because you matter, right? We have to remember that you matter. Now, addition to setting boundaries and say no more often in 2024, please, 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 please include self-care. Self-care is not a luxury. It's not. It's a necessity. It is, you know, we maintain our cars better than we maintain ourselves, right? So please include some sort of self-care. Now, it does not have to be elaborate. It does not have to be a trip to the spa. It doesn't have to be. Simple forms of self-care for those of us who are really, really busy and who have very demanding schedules can be as simple as a five or 10 minute break. I like to call them micro breaks. A five or 10 minute break throughout the day. You can do that. The busiest person has five or 10 minutes right? Um, It could be once you get up to go to the bathroom, you take that extra minute or so, you know, five or 10 minutes to, to add a stretch. That's how easy it can be. Go for a walk. If you've been stuck in the house, I, I, now this one is a bad one for me. I do. I stay in the house a lot because I'm taking care of my mom and I'm constantly working. Go outside if you need to, right? And get just a, that burst of sun and fresh air. You'd be amazed how more productive you are just from that little break, okay? Mindfulness, practice mindfulness. And you don't have to be this guru, this yoga guru. That's not what mindfulness is about. It's just taking a few minutes, block out work that gives your your mind this break from thinking about work. And just just think about something else. Envision the life or the woman you want to become for five minutes. That's a great break, right? And just being mindful. 
Okay. Physical activity. I think we all know this one. Just take a walk, do some sort of exercise. You can also, if your schedule is so busy that you just really can't squeeze in exercise, if you if you're able to take a walk while you're um, on a conference call, if you're able to do, if you're not actually presenting on the call, you know, do do your walk while you're on the call. That'll be fine. And of course, healthy boundaries, and that is very very important to designate off time meaning work ends here at this time. And now I'm going to start my family time, right? We got to cut it off. We can't get in the habit of blurring work and family. So have an off time and stick to the off time and communicate that off time with your team, communicate with your family so they can hold you accountable when you're going to spend time with them, with your kids, your husband or whomever. That let them know when the time is so they can hold you accountable. And start small. You don't have to do all of these at once, but find one that works for you and try it for a month and then maybe add on to that later. Okay, just start small. I promise you the small habits, these small changes will make a huge difference. Take your vacations, girl. I can't tell you how many times I talk to people and you're like, oh, I'm so stressed out. And I, you know, I do an intake and I talk to them more. And I get to, so when, when was your last vacation? And they're like, oh, I don't take vacations. My job rewards us if we don't take our vacation. No, take your vacation, sis. Take that time off. Schedule it every year. If you haven't scheduled your vacations for this year, I need you to do that Monday. Okay, I would challenge you to go to HR or your boss or whomever and schedule vacations. Okay, schedule it. Use all of your vacation time. Do not have that stuff roll over. Use it. Use it. <laughs> Woody, can I comment? Um, yes. I'm yeah, sorry. So I, I, I did a talk recently and, and part of the talk was um, about self-care because it was in a, in a broader discussion about mental health and wellness. And it was a largely female audience, Black female. But I am still just amazed and slightly bothered at how we still struggle with the guilt of self-care. Yeah. Um, I had just a lot of questions about people still feeling guilty about self-care, about family members making them feel guilty about self-care and and carving that time out. And like you said, I recommended that one thing that they do is to carve it out on your calendar. So if it's not on the calendar, I don't, I don't know about you guys, for me, it just, it doesn't happen or it's not on my radar. So, so carve out time, I would suggest on your calendar where you're doing something, or like you said, at the top of every hour, do something stretch, but it just still bothers me that we feel guilty about self-care. I know it bothers me too. It really does. I I I am I'm preaching as loud as I can about the importance of self-care. And it again, it's not elaborate. You know, it, it doesn't have to cost you anything. Right. It, it, really be the simplest thing. So thank you for bringing, bringing it up because it, it really bothers me as well. Maybe if enough of us talk about it and we mm-hmm. finally get that it's okay. Yeah. You deserve to take care of yourself. It's self care. It's not selfish. It's self care. It's being kind to you. And it's no coincidence that whenever you're on a plane, we all, we've all heard this. You have to put your mask on before you put anybody else's mask on. That's because while you're helping this person, you could literally die. (laughs) And then you can't really help them. You can't help them effectively and you can't help yourself. So you have to take care of yourself. And thank you so much for bringing that up. Thank you so, so much. And Mo, too, if I can say something, I think a big part of what, and to Dee's point as well, and to yours, like, I I don't know about anybody else, but I know, like, at at my heart, and I think that's a lot of us as Black women, we're fixers, right? 
And so like anytime somebody brings something, even if we didn't create the situation, we weren't a part of the situation, we didn't have the problem, but someone, be it, you know, a coworker, a boss, you know, family member, friend, you know, people bring things. And it's like, you know, in in your heart, you know, you want to fit, even though, you know, like I got so much stuff going on in my own, you know, that I've tried to work through and, you know, just kind of keeping it real. A lot of times, you know, when we need help with some of the, you know, nobody is volunteering, like, let me speak this for you, you know, (laughs) but people bring the, and so there's this kind of like just inherent need to like, I want to fix it because I want everybody to be good. You know, I feel like they, they brought me this, but I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know about you ladies, but in 2024, I made this commitment to myself. I'm not doing it. Like, I'm just not, not trying to be ugly, like, I I I can't receive everything that everybody brings to me. I just can't. I I can't do it. Absolutely. Good. Oh, that just makes me feel so much better. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, we as Black women do so much and we hear the strong Black woman all the time and we equate that to being the hero for everybody except us. And so if you're constantly giving, 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 eventually that vessel is going to be empty and you really have nothing else to give. Hold on, I just saw something in the chat. Hold on. Could it be similar to survivor's remorse? Yes, that's a very good one. That's a great, yeah, that's a great point. And it it really is. And a lot of it comes, and how much time we got? About six more minutes. Okay. A lot of it comes from, it's ingrained in us. It really is. It's just, it's ingrained in us. If you think about the slave days, you know, those who work the hardest were, were rewarded, right? They, they just were. And then we just kind of, it's just been ingrained generation after generation after generation to work, 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 work ourselves to death. And that is why I pleaded with you to redefine what success means to you and include, am I healthy? How's my mental state? Am I doing things that I enjoy? Those are some things that can define success. It's not about the cars. It's not about the money. It's not about how many degrees you have. Are you happy? Am I doing what I love? Those are the things. Is my family good, right? But it starts with, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? And that's what success should truly, truly mean. So thank you so, so much for that. Can I, um, I think you back off of your comment though? Um, Because I know we're short on time. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but then you also have these other, uh, like I just mentioned before, the Zoom got started, Claudine um, Gate. I mean, just, you have so many other, so much noise that you, that's telling you directly and indirectly that you're not good enough. This is an accomplished woman. I mean, look at Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, when she, when she was going through those hearings yeah and these are you know it's almost like what is what what more do we have to do yeah as black women and I feel like a lot of the if not all of the the negative experience they have it stemmed in racism yeah because the fear of us getting ahead or or just again like you said just not being good enough being put in our places can start to wear on you and then you end up bringing that energy that you see from outside inside particularly in your work environment Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where you know that they see it too. Right. Right. And that's where it's important for you to build community. So that's where, you know, Melanated Matters podcast comes in. We're 
you have this safe space for us to get together and talk about it and realize that we're not alone, right? That's where, you know, me building my community as well and having the Reclaim Your Energy Sis podcast where we create these platforms and communities where we can get together and just talk about it. Because that's that's where that, yeah, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah, you got to you gotta encourage yourself like that gospel song said. But you all, it's also good to hear from your community. And so that's where being with other people as often as you can and just knowing that, okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not what they say, right? I'm, I'm not what they say. I'm a good person. I'm doing a great job and I am doing the best that I can. And that is enough, right? So thank you. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Thank you so much. Just remember that combating or stopping and preventing burnout is not a one-time fix. It is constant. It's constant because stress is inevitable. You cannot be stress-free. You can't. I'm sorry. You can't. There are levels of stress. Stress is always going to be there. There's always there's good stress and bad stress neutral stress. So stress is going to be there, but you have to know how to manage it so that you don't burn out. So we don't have time to get into this. We did have a link for the journal. So when you have time, I want you to create a plan so that you can burn out no more in 2024. Okay. So make sure you get the journal and go to the end of it and go to where it says implementing change. And so you can create you a plan so that you can prevent burnout. You want to identify your triggers, set clear goals, and create action behind those goals, and then do one small step, okay? And once you master that step, do another step, okay? And that will then help you prevent burnout going forward. So that's all I have. That's all I have. Thank you so much. I appreciate all your feedback. Are there any questions? I know we're almost out of time. Does anybody have any questions or any more comments before I turn it back over to the and or Beth. You know? I, oh, Moni, thank you so much for this wonderful presentation. Um, I really enjoyed and I, I received a lot of information. It was amazing. Um, so I have a quick question. Are you have you been hearing the term weathering kind of out there in your in your work? Um I think it kind of ties into what Darlene was saying about the racism piece. So, you know, all women experience burnout, you know, all people experience burnout, but with Black women in particular, so not only do we have the burnout of the regular everyday, you know, things that go on in our lives, our families, our jobs, but then we have the racism piece, which is kind of ties into that term of the weathering. It's just, it's a continuous microaggressions on a daily basis that you weather you down, yeah. you know? Um, so it seems like we need, we need an, some additional tools, you know, maybe that other people don't need. We, we need more to combat all of these different things that are coming at us. Yeah, absolutely. That is true. I, I am actually working on that. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I am working on that. Um, but I'm telling you, that's why this podcast is so vital. And in addition to what I'm doing as well at um, businesschurchlife.com, we have to build our own communities. Nobody's going to save mm-hmm. them, right? They're just not. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have proven, the system has proven that they are not going to save us. So we have to come together, build our own communities and save ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Right. It's our reality. <laughs> and I do know 
how powerful we are when we work together. Mm -hmm. And so that that's what we have to do. We have to build our own communities and be there for one another. And, and we encourage each other. And that is how we're going to get through it. Don't know if it's going to change. I, I, I honestly don't know. But that's okay if they don't change. We can change. And that's by bettering ourselves and equipping ourselves in ways that we feel good, um, in ways that maybe we can get out of that, right? And escape that, create our own peace and happiness, our own jobs and careers uh, and not have to deal with that but it's going to be there and it's unfortunate so we just have to stick together and thank you for bringing that up thank you yeah no problem anyone else yeah journaling is an is an excellent practice to us it is i love journaling i love it i love it well i am going to turn it over to D and or that. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much, Mo. This was absolutely amazing. I got my notes. So I'm like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And this, I mean, just incredibly helpful information. We are so thankful for you putting together this presentation, taking time out of your schedule. As you um, alluded to during your presentation, we know you have so many things on your plate as well. So we're so thankful for you taking time out and for putting together this incredible workbook, right? And slash journal as, as a, you know, a takeaway tool for our audience. And if you all have not seen, D has typed it in the chat. Um, I typed it in the chat as well. But Mo, um, Monique rather has put together um, a workbook to help you implement the things that she talked about today. So be sure and go and download that. Um, it's in the chat. And also make sure to follow Monique on Instagram. She is at Burnout Coach Mo. Um, also, you can check out her website, businesschurchlife.com. Um, you can also contact her via email at monique at businesschurchlife.com. So I put it in the chat. You might have to scroll up a bit, but again, that's Monique. She's on Instagram at Burnout Coach Mo, website businesschurchlife.com, email monique at businesschurchlife.com. And we just are so thankful. Um, and for those of you who um, have not done so yet, I'm going to drop this in the chat as well. Be sure to subscribe to our texting list so that you can stay updated on everything that we're doing. Um, you can text Melanated to 855-688-1598. Again, that's Melanated. Text the word Melanated to 855-688-1598. So we are so, so thankful for the audience, thankful to Monique for joining us. And dare I say, D, I might be speaking out of turn here, but I'm I'm feeling like we need to have her back. I said this last time and she graced us again. So I'm gonna put it out there in the atmosphere one more time. Um, dare I say. <laughs> I agree. We will probably need a check-in. Yes. Yes, I really need a check in. Like you said, burnout is a process. So we are probably going to be all taking some time to either prevent it or if we are going through it to um, defeat it. So yeah, if you ladies know how to reach me. Yes, <laughs> for sure. For sure. And so next month, y'all be sure check in right next month. We got a good one. Um, February the 3rd, right? First yes. Saturday. And we are um, going to be talking about some good stuff here. We're talking about a legacy of love. 
Okay, <laughs> we're talking about it from the perspective of generational wealth and generational health. So D and I are super excited. Make sure you tune in. We're going to be touching on estate planning. Um, we're also going to be talking, touching on um, building and taking care and nourishing your body so that you can pass on that legacy of generational health to those coming after you. So we're excited about that topic. Hope you will tune in and not uh, just estate planning, but um, life planning. So things that you maybe have a place too while you're still here. So estate planning and life planning. That part, love it, love it, love it. Um, so anything else, D? I'll let you kind of close it out. If there's anything else, I don't think so. I would just encourage you all if you find this show to be just fun, enjoyable, and helpful that you share the information with someone because we certainly that. Like Monique said, we just need a safe space and we are not the only ones going through. So share it with a sister, a friend, a coworker, just anyone who you um, think would benefit from being a part of our community. Yes, yes. All right, ladies. So that being said, I am going to stop the recording and close this out. Thank you guys so, so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaim Your Energy Sis podcast. Let's take our energy back by creating new habits so we can live instead of exist. Now, if you're on Instagram, follow me at Burnout Coach Mo. And I would love to hear from you. So DM me and say, hey, sis, and let me know if this podcast has been helpful. Also, please leave a five-star rating for this podcast as it really helps with the algorithm and tells the podcast hosting platforms to share this podcast with other women just like you. Now, if you leave a rating, make sure you screenshot it and send it to me over on Instagram so that I can personally thank you. Again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.